0: You're now listening to Mark, the podcast. Do hey, you know you're marked with a purpose. Don't you let them tell you different. Be reminded you're chosen, Hey, pick, yeah, you are. I know it's it. I'm it. Won't you embrace it? Cause you're marked with a purpose. Don't you let them tell you different. Don't oh. you let them tell you different. Have you ever felt like you were in a space to where you were doing this hard thing that you didn't have God's grace to do? Absolutely. Yeah,
1: absolutely. It's been a, a few times that I felt that. Um, and the crazy part is it was just taking opportunities in ministry that I mm. what it, it, it. While I could do them. Again, wasn't grace for it. Was yeah. it whether it was the wrong season or just I wasn't grace for it at all. It, it wasn't something for me but because i thought i could take on again you know every every yes is not a good yes right we always right. tell say tell god yes and 100 percent you should but some of the yeses that we give are for us and not for him right mm-hmm. so you uh, a part of giving god a yes is also giving people knows it's a huge part of it and we don't recognize so we don't good. realize that that oftentimes just because and even and just to frame it even when it comes to ministry we can't do everything it was a season of in my ministry where i was like i was doing like six different things at once and i was not happy with five of them <laughs> i really wanted to do this one thing and this is what i knew i had god god's grace with because it was hard for other people but when i had to do it it was easy right it, it, it just flowed. Let me say not, say, not say it's easy, but it just flowed for me, right? It wasn't it wasn't a struggle for me to do this thing. But those other five things, I was like, oh my God, I don't want to do this at all. Um, but thinking, having that mindset of, you know, every yes is, yeah, I got to do it because, you know, and just because I can and just because we can does not mean we're graceful. So it felt very hard. And then when I learned to give it you know, hey, look, a part of a part of great leadership is learning how to disseminate responsibility. Right. Um, I think we learned that often in young, young, when we're leading, trying to lead young. That's a hard part that we got to learn through experience is that you don't you don't have to do everything, you know, learn how to let other people do. First of all, find find someone's because some somebody's gift could be what you're trying to what's hard for you. Right. Right? So this could be their gift and they're gifted for it. They have the grace for it. But Mm. because I'm trying to do everything, make sure everything is good. I'm putting a heart on myself that I don't have to. So um, a lot of that was like, all right, this is hard for me, whether it's time or just whatever the the task is. I I struggle with it Um, and learning how to take that off and just legit tell people no. Uh, that's a that's a thing (laughs) and I know it it sounds harsh but it's like a part of the 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 greatest yes if you learn what to say yes to you should also learn what to say no to um those go hand in hand right because we can't say yes to everything we only I'm only one person you only one person you only one person and there's so much that God has given you uh that you can't say yes to the things he hasn't given you he hasn't given you um So I've definitely experienced some seasons where it's like, all right, yeah, this is hard. And I had to realize because of how hard it was, Mm -hmm. this might not be what I'm... I might not have the grace for this. I really (laughs) might not. That's hard to... That's a hard conversation (laughs) to have with yourself. But I think it's more freeing to... Once you say, this ain't what I'm grace for... You'll free, you'll feel a lot less, a lot mm-hmm. more freedom because you're like, all right, now nah, I ain't gotta do that because I know this guy, <laughs> <laughs> this is not my ministry. <laughs> Y'all got know that's, that <laughs> that's not my ministry.
0: That's
1: not my ministry. I promise. I'm I'm listen, I'm gonna say that till I die. Now I promise you, whatever it is, if that ain't, that's not I my ministry.
0: ministry.
1: I love it, but that's that's not my ministry. You got it. Somebody else got it. Oh
0: my goodness. You get that somebody is, else to that's do it. So good. Yeah. Because I think, man, you struggle with that too. Yes. yes like especially like growing up in a small church mm-hmm. it's like they want you to do everything Like everything okay, you can do this you can do that it's just like so oh, up. like what what they gonna be doing?
1: <laughs> give it to somebody else please,
0: please. and, and a, then you grow up and you like you're trying to do everything oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah it's yeah. so bad that's it
1: that's it that becomes a learned behavior that mm. you like you you think because again it's ministry you gotta yeah. say yes to it that no this I can't I know I'm here <laughs> but that don't just mean it. Me. just be, and I had to learn even we had a whole lot of meetings and I'll we'll be sitting in a meeting and I'll come up with an idea and the church mindset is like you came up with it you do <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, ah, right, just because I thought of it does not mean I have the capacity to do it. Oh, yeah. I just threw it out there. Now find somebody who can do it, not me. And and that's a we had the that's a church mindset and it's been like that forever. Like mm-hmm. legit, you all right, you thought of it and get it done. Like, yeah. I'm just here to thank it. That's it, not do it.
0: That is so good. <laughs> good. Because like we really grew up like thinking like with that mindset. It was a learned behavior, like yeah. you said. Mm-hmm. And so, like, even when I got to college, I found myself, like, on in different, like, organizations just trying to do everything. And it's mm-hmm. like, hold up. Like, I have to do schoolwork. I have to do, like, other things. And then, like, whenever I had the position to, like, lead um, in one of, like, our, our departments on campus, I found myself, like, doing everything. Mm-hmm. It's like I have a team of people that literally are ready to do things, but I'm doing it all by myself. Yeah. And I feel like that often happens, like, whenever God gives us, like— a platform like for instance with a podcast we're trying to do social media record audio and it's like there's people out here that literally love to do that that's yep. what they find fulfillment in doing yep. so it's like give them the chance to, yeah. <laughs> to do Plus it journey Will studios yes <laughs> journey <Will> studios. <laughs>
1: <Heart>. <laughs> yeah that's that's definitely a thing that's definitely a thing learning how to say no to and just because you you can do it does not mean you're called to do it that's a right. thing that is a that is a huge thing we got to we got to realize and learn. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a scripture in Acts where it talks about uh, Paul uh, and the other apostles going around and, and they had the opportunity to go to Macedonia to preach. And the scripture literally says and the, and the spirit told them not to go that way. Mm-hmm. All right. They have the word in them. They have the means, the opportunity to go to a city and preach Jesus. But the spirit told them, no, that's not where you're supposed to go. Right. So turn this way, go right and go somewhere else because this is where you're supposed to go. So just because you have the opportunity, just because you have the insight, the experience, whatever it is, that does not mean you're called to it. Learning how to be like, all right legit i think that's a part of again mature being mature in christ where you ask the question i right, i understand this is the opportunity am i grace for it? am i called to this is this where i'm supposed to be you know asking those kind of questions i think we'll skip a lot of hard that we put ourselves through because we think just because i can do it or just because i got that word or no you might not that might not be a ministry right you know?
0: right yeah. that's so good and I think even when it comes to like saying no to people, it's like it's okay. So, in the, in the church, mm-hmm. sometimes saying no is just like you you saying no to God, and it's oh like, my I, God! Listen, me saying no is me saying yes to Him because yes. I realize that I, this is not this is not for me. This is not what I'm supposed to be doing. So, like when it comes to telling people no, how how do you go about it? <laughs> Cause it's it's really hard for me because I'm just like, oh, let, me, let me still try to help a little bit, mm-hmm. yep. But it's still a no. But it's it's a kinda, you know?
1: Yeah, I yeah. get you. I, I, the reason why I, I can feel you so much on that because I am a recovering people pleaser, hmm. and I I learned that unfortunately I learned that from church. Like growing up again, since I was three years old, I've been in church, right? And I started serving. So I was three. I was a junior deacon, right? And I just we used to serve, we little suits and everything. It was oh the cutest thing. I, yes. In children's church we had the little offering baskets. We oh. used to walk, you know. Oh, wow. oh yeah, it was serious. You you oh were we were goodness. groomed. We were groomed in wow. ministry. Like this is you start off here and you grow up in it. Um so growing up, I really I really had the thought like you had to be a certain way, you had to act a certain way, and, you know, mm. you had to be clean cut. I really thought for a while and if I was gonna be a preacher I had to be bald because all, all I only knew bald headed preachers. That's it. Really? Oh, oh, yeah. My, oh. oh yeah all the preachers I knew bald headed with a beard and I was like that was it so I feel like if I was oh. gonna preach you gotta be bald headed you know but here's the thing I, you know we three years I don't wanna say removed but you know from a pandemic right
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I was 26 27 when it happened those 27 years before that was got during the pandemic God really dealt with me when it came to people pleasing. Um, And it was just me and him, right? Sat down and he really dealt with me about like, you're missing out and doing a lot of things that I didn't call you to do because you're trying to please people and not pleasing me. And a lot of, and the, the issue was, I thought that voices from the church was God's voice so I was if, if somebody from church it was like all right, this is what God wants you to do but I didn't tell you that like God was like God I know you're listening to them and just because they are ministry spiritual in church that does not mean it came from me right so he dealt with me with that and and it was a lot of a part of like people ask me about my tattoos all the time um, a part of it was since I was like in college Every year for my birthday, I was like, I'm going to get a tattoo. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And when it came to my birthday, I was like, yeah, no, nah, I ain't going to do it. And I had that fear because I was like, right, I got to be clean. If I'm going to be in church, you can't. Yeah. I ain't seen no preachers with no tattoos. I never saw it before. So I was like, I can't do that, you know. And in the span of six months, I got all the tattoos I got
0: oh, in six wow. months.
1: And I got like both <laughs> sleeves, chest, side, out. I in the span of six months, but it Whoa. was it was legit a freedom for me, mm-hmm. and it was like, all right, you don't you don't have to fit this mold, right? This right. specific way that that you that you've seen, and it wasn't until I was exposed to something different that I realized, oh, okay, this is this is okay, mm-hmm. and 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 God can still use me if I'm if I don't fit right. the mold, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so people pleasing was something that I dealt with a lot, and that's a part of saying, you know. It, it was hard for me to say no to people, especially because I was going up in ministry. So the people I would have to say no to are people I see in ministry, right? right. They represent God in some way. So it's like, am I really saying, am I saying no to God if I tell them, if I tell them no, right. you know? But I think separating the fact that their voice is not God's voice mm-hmm. really set a, a different level of freedom for me you know realizing that yeah I, I can say no to that person but that could also be like you said saying yes to my purpose and it's right. it's two totally different things mm-hmm. um now how you do that i think that is learned um that's an experience because you can't say no to everybody the same way you know some right. people you need a, a little subtle exactly, yeah. some people could take the no and that's it, some people are like, "Ah, you know you got to be a little more gentle with it." Mm-hmm, yeah. uh I find a lot of people in ministry you have to be a little more gentle with them to be like, "Ah, you know, um, <laughs> but I think the hard part or the the critical part is standing on that. Because I'm like you, a lot of times I'll say no and I'll be like, all right, let me help a little bit. Let me do this. Let me just, but then that gives them, all right, they going to say yeah. Even though they say no, they are going to say yeah. Right. But I think right. just standing firm on, I can't, I don't have the capacity to. I think a lot of times that's what I had. That's what I had to go to and, and realize that a lot of stuff that they're asking, I just don't have the capacity to. Whether it's mentally, physically, whatever it is, I don't have the capacity to do it. And when, we don't recognize our capacity that we have, we'll start overflowing when we're not supposed to. Right? right. So it's going it's only a certain amount of whether everybody got their different hundred percent, right? right. There there you know, we say quotes and stuff like I get two hundred percent. All you got is a hundred. All you got is a hundred. You know you ain't got a hundred and ten, <laughs> you ain't got a hundred and one. All you have is a hundred percent. So if your cup is at a hundred and you're trying to add stuff up, now you're losing. Mm. And that's and a lot of people are losing a lot of what they have because they don't represent, they don't understand their cap. Right? This is where I am. Right. If I lose 10, then maybe I can add something else. But if I'm mm-hmm. at a hundred and this all I have, I can't give any more of myself. Cause because a part of that is you gotta know what you gotta give to you. Right. right? Mm-hmm. If if I'm if I'm at a hundred and I, I can't give anything else or I can't accept anything else. I can't do it, right. and learn. And then I think the the hardest part is knowing that within yourself, because people will say whatever. Oh, they turning me down. It, it is what it is. It, I, I hear you. I'm sorry you feel that way, but it's mm-hmm. like I know for I know within myself. I don't. I can't give you what I don't have. You know. Right. Um, and learning that that's that's definitely something you got to sit with and learn and experience. That I can only give so much of me. And if I'm already at 100 percent, I can't give nothing else because I don't I don't want to overflow and lose what what I do have, Right. you know, because even, you know, even when it comes to say we have a bowl. Right. And we fill it with water. We think that the water that you're losing is only from the top, but it comes from the bottom also. Mm-hmm. Right. So you could be losing something you need critical at the bottom because you're overflowing at the top. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people do that. So just knowing that my no is if I if I say no it's because I really can't and I think that's what yeah. people have to know and I, that you will you'll experience that through through life and you know people knowing who you are your character who you are I think they'll know if I legit say no it's because I can't do it not because I don't want to if I have the ability to I don't mind helping but mm-hmm. if I say no it's because I really can't do it and just got to live with that. Mhm. Yeah.
0: That's really good. And you mentioned something there about the mold. And I think, like, that is just so crazy to me because whenever we started the podcast, I was kind of, like, at this place in life where I wanted people to know more about, like, my faith. Because mm-hmm. I felt like, not that I was hiding it, but it was, like, for those who knew, they knew. Mm-hmm. And I was like, like, it shouldn't be that way. And I remember we had just started the podcast. I went to, like, the study ses- session. And the girl, one of the girls there, she was like, um, hey, church lady. And I was like, "Wait a minute, my lord, my church hey, lady." <laughs> I was like, "Hi!" Huh? And the, the one of the other girls was like, "You don't, you don't look like, like you." Mm. And I was like, "Wow! Mm. Like there's a look.
1: There's a look.
0: There is a look. Oh yes!" And that is so crazy to me because what I realized in that moment was God had to you like use people like us mm-hmm. who are young who aren't trying to fit this mold of how Christians should look and act. It's like. We're in a, a space now where we can be really creative. Yeah. We can really show like our personalities through um sharing God's word. And I was like, she probably had saw people in like her city dress a certain way or act a certain way. So it kinda made her think like, How can she be somebody who talks about God when they're supposed to look like this? Yeah. So even what you're talking about, like the mold part, I think that is just so that's so good because Like we don't have to fit that Mm -mm. Like we can be who we are We can be our creative selves And not feel like we're like Showing this bad side Of like what Christians should be Or how they should act And it's like no You have the freedom to be who you are Yeah. And I think for me too I really struggle with wanting to please people And how I would dress How I would speak or act And it's like girl You have the freedom to be you Yeah So I really like that that you did mention that Mm -hmm. I just wanted to add that
1: Yes (laughs) Yeah, so that good. was really good a lot, a lot of people have that fear and and that's unfortunate that mm-hmm. you know it took us a while to actually get to that point where it's like all right i how i dress is not a representation it, it it's not a representation of like a a bad thing right mm-hmm. um a lot of times even when it comes to tattoos i had a older preacher who asked me about like why 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 would you get that why and i said because they had that old mindset of you know tattoos demonic. You got, mm-hmm. if I got a body full of tattoos about scriptures, how, what what's demonic about that? <laughs> <laughs> it's the word. All, right. it would, so and and I think because they didn't understand that that can be conversation starters. What what does that mm-hmm. say? If I'm reading this off, I'm giving I'm introducing Christ to somebody somehow. Right. Right. So if God can use this. In, in a tattoo to open up the conversation and a dialogue about who he is why wouldn't I use that right. you know if he can if he can use the way I dress if I got the latest sneakers on and somebody said oh I like those and then but but understanding that all those can be introductions to Christ and that's exactly. our goal that's our that's our purpose ultimately is to always lead people to Christ and finding different ways because the first the first time we're introduced to God he is a creator mm-hmm. right he, the creative is something that's very close to who God is. So we 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 should always be creative, even in the way we present Christ. So it right. shouldn't be just the only way I could present Christ is if I'm on a pulpit, right, preaching. And, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes it's legit by the way I show love. Right. Me saying hey to somebody, they should feel some type of Christ-like atmosphere or uh, personality from me. Mm-hmm by the way I dress, what I have on, like all those things, the way you wear your hair, like all those things can be introductions to somebody to for Christ and why why would we put a limit on that? You know, it it mm-hmm. would make no sense because we're saying that God has, God would have limits at that point when he doesn't. You know, so if if there's something that I can do or me being who I am and the way I dress and the way, you know, all those things matter when it talks about, when we're talking about introductions, introducing someone to Christ and if if God can use my tattoos or my shoes to, you know, show him glory.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it. Yeah. That's really good. Mm. I don't know for like so long. It's like we just have this like this look or this way you need to act or be. And you're really limiting yourself and you're almost limiting God. Like you're putting yep. him in his box. And it's like that's, that's not how you should live. And I'm sure people may, um, may have experienced this in their own lives of feeling like they have to be just so limited to like fit the mold. And it's like, no, you have the freedom to be you. And we recently went on a mission trip to Ghana. Wow. And we would have like um like these discipleship sessions. Mm-hmm. And we were just like we were spilling everything. Okay. So, it was like very vulnerable. Everybody was just open the whole trip, which was really hard for me because I'm just like hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, we were like talking and then one of um one of the women who were like leading our group, she just kind of like asked. She was like, "Ask me anything that you want to ask me." And then she was like, ask me the thing that came to your mind that you don't want to say. Mm. And it was just like, and I I asked her something. I don't remember what I asked her, but then it kind of led us to going into a conversation about me having the freedom to be me. Because I think for so long, like I was a people pleaser. I'm still kind of a perfectionist. So it's like all these different things. And she was like, you have the freedom to be you. So, like, the fact that you even mentioned that was just, like, crazy. And it, it made me think back to that moment. I think
1: even we, we don't realize, you know, our Savior was didn't fit the mold, right? Mm. You had people, Pharisees and Sadducees, preaching about Jesus coming, right?
0: Right.
1: And he came and they didn't recognize him because he didn't fit a mold, right? That's he so didn't good. look how they thought he should look. He didn't talk how they thought he should talk. And they—I <laughs> was talking to somebody else about that. They, they literally— we're preaching about Jesus and they missed them at the same time. Crazy. Just because they didn't want to accept the way he came. Mm-hmm. And a lot of a lot of times, even when it comes to this new generation, old generation, we're missing Jesus because we don't like the frame it's coming in. And it's like how how hard is that to you know, like even looking back on it, you would think people would understand it because we have history with it. We have Bible on it. Right. Mm -hmm. And to, to think how the mindset of every Pharisee and Sadducee of that time, they were thinking, I'm, I'm doing a good job. I'm preaching Jesus. Right. I'm, I know he's coming and he's right in front of your face and you miss him because you just don't, you don't like the mold that he came in. You know, you don't like the, the way he did it and the, the way he moved. And, the tough part about now with this transition of, you know, old generation, new generation, a lot of us are missing it because we just don't like the mode that Jesus is coming in, you know. And that's the crazy part. Like how hard, how how hard is that to swallow that you're missing Jesus because you don't like how he came or who he's using or how he uses them? You know, that's that's a tough thing to swallow. So that's something I pray about daily about um just people understanding that there is no mold with God right he he has no limit of what he can use who he can use how he uses them um, and being open to accept it definitely discernment you gotta have discernment when it comes to that cause everybody who say Jesus don't mean they, they really know him or preach him right, right? Um, but understanding that if you're if your discernment is correct forget the mold it came in Right? Don't don't worry about how they dress or you know what they uh you know, not saying what they do, but you know, the mode that they came in, that is just secondary. And a lot of That's stuff right. that we argue about and make a big deal about, it's fleeting. It's like it that don't mean nothing, right? What what you know, scripture says you would know them by their fruit. Mm. Right? You looking at the tree when he said no look at the fruit. So it's very fleeting of a lot of stuff that we talk about and, you know, how they dress and what they mm-hmm. wear. It, I get it. But it's <laughs> what are they preaching Jesus? I think that's right. the main thing. I, am I getting a higher level of spirituality education when it comes to that? Am I getting that? If the answer is yes, that's something you should pay attention to. You know, if right. the answer is no, leave it and let it go. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we a lot of people, same thing, you know, the Bible repeats itself. You know, history repeats itself. A lot of people are missing Jesus because they don't like the mold. And that's the tough part.
0: That's good. Yeah. They are missing Jesus. <laughs> and literally, because I'm reading John with um, the Impact Movement, the mm-hmm. chapter at um, Southern. And we're reading through John. And we literally talked about last night how when John the Baptist had, you know, he's he had been preparing the way. yeah, And now Jesus makes his, his arrival. And he's like, behold, the Lamb of God who takes on the sin of the world. And... When you read more into the chapter, you see how um, they mention Nathaniel, and Nathaniel is like, like they were saying, like the Messiah is here. This is the Messiah, and he's like, they tell, they say where he's from, which is Nazareth, and mm-hmm. he's like, what good comes from Nazareth? Yep. So it's like he, like he didn't, like you were saying, he didn't fit the mold. It's like, what good come from New Orleans? Yeah. What good come from Baton Rouge? Yep. And it's like. You're you're gonna miss the Messiah because you're so worried about where they're from, yep. how they look. And like they were they were waiting for this great savior to come and he's just like, It's just me popping up on the sea. I'm from Nazareth. Yep.
1: Can't tell me different from nobody yeah. else, you know. I fit in I fit in right. with people that I don't look yeah, you you thought I was gonna come in a different way.
0: And they were missing him because yep. of how he looked. Yep. How he just he was just himself and they were expecting something different so different and i think that is just so crazy because sometimes we're expecting god to move in a way and it's like that's not how he's moving and you're gonna miss it you're gonna miss it it. and they literally missed him and he was here on he was right there and they missed it he was right there
1: that
0: is just so wild to me yeah that is so wild Mm. but yeah this was a really good conversation. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. I feel fed. Yes, <laughs> this was really good. This was yeah. super good. Thank you so much, Brandon, for joining us today. Of course. And sharing your wisdom. Of course. We appreciate it. Thank you. We appreciate it. Any last remarks?
1: Um, thank y'all for having me. I appreciate this. This setup is amazing. Y'all are amazing. I love the podcast. Thank
0: you.
1: Um, and, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm supporting. We, we locked in forever. So I'm <laughs> supporting. Whatever y'all got, I'm here for it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your Instagram?
1: My Instagram is I'm Brandon Davis. I'm B R A N D O N D A V I S. Any, any fashion
0: tips? Listen. <laughs> in word. Fashion, in word.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely I'm definitely gonna get back on the fashion. I've been kind of taking a break, you know. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely gonna get back on it because listen, fashion huh. is definitely a passion of mine. Um, this is another way to express yourself right mm-hmm. so yeah. and then we talk about like we talked about it's a it's a way to present jesus i right. I promise every- everything I do, I have the intention of presenting Jesus right, so mm-hmm. even if it's the way you dress, because right? Right. God is in fashion also you know he's he's he there is no limit in where we can't use him and where he can't be, so you know we use him in the way we dress, so and Christians should look good right mm-hmm. you know. Yes. I don't know where the thing came from or We should We can't No P-R-C. Come on now nah, That's where it came from Just cause y'all want the little long Uh uh-uh. uh The little Uh uh-uh. Nah We gonna switch it up Y'all do y'all thing but Over here Okay I used to hate the little long jean skirts that. look now, But so they're coming back in style yeah, come, It's coming back why is that It can be as long as we make it stylish, that's all I'm right. saying. We ain't...
0: Because the other one. Because
1: <laughs> before y'all was y'all was like, this is this is holiness. Now I know this like.
0: It's, like,
1: <laughs> it's summer. It's ninety like no, degrees. Like no jeans. And y'all got a you jeans can't, skirt. You can't have on jeans. You can't even have on jeans. My ankles are not tempting nobody. <laughs> like what are you what are you talking about, man? I'm like. <laughs> The Lord did not die on that cross.
0: Oh. For me to have not. on
1: jeans skirts every day. I know he did not. He did. That's not what my savior wanted.
0: Mm-mm. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's
1: wild. So yeah, we Christians need to be fashionable. We yes. you know, that's the thing. We're gonna bring that back.
0: Yes, we have to. <laughs> Thank you, Frank. You're
1: welcome. You're welcome.
0: But you've heard God's word. Now act accordingly. Peace, Peace and, and blessings. blessings.